and welcome to Get Wood. My name is Jess Wood. How are you? Hey, I'm a little late because I was dancing in the shower before I came on here and I was bogling, which is really dangerous if you know what the boga, boga, boga. But you know what? This is what kind of show this is. Bogling, dancing in the shower, getting out, talking about real shit. Welcome to Get Wood. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hello. I am Jess Wood, your hostess. I'm so happy to be here today. Thank you. I know I'm doing a lot of this with my head right now, and I'm aware of it. That's <laughs> right, really wanting to make a point. Wow. Okay. Well, I would like to thank, first of all, I'd like to thank everyone who tuned in to listen to me on 101.3 The Hustle, uh, the local Albuquerque hip-hop station here. Uh, if you listened locally, thank you. If you streamed it from somewhere else, double thank you, kittens. Um, I really had a good time. I had such a good time. It was really, really fun. First of all, I don't know if you all know this about me, but I've always wanted to be a DJ since I was a little kid. You know when people ask little kids, Oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? I don't know why they have to be so goofy. I want, 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 want. <laughs> and I would always, always say, DJ. And I was real shy when I was little. I know you can't believe it now because I'm big mouth, but I was really shy. I was like, DJ. And so I went on the radio and there I was with the mic getting asked the questions. And, and here's another thing. I'll celebrate. Yes, thank you for the hearts. I will celebrate this as well. I did so well, I didn't curse at all. I mean, if you know me, I'm not like dropping, you know, I'm not like figgity, figgity, fuck, fuck, cunt. You know, I'm not like an Eminem song from the 90s. I'm, I'm a little bit tamer than that. But on the radio, you can't, you know, there's no, there's FAA situations. And so I was very good. I was very, very, very good. I was able to not curse, but I still had mad controversial content. Do you know what I mean? Like I was just insanely myself, really, from the moment they introduced me. And if you weren't there, I'll let you know what happened. What had happened was, okay. Oh, and by the way, before I continue on, let's look at this sweatshirt that I'm wearing right now. This is from my girl, Jess Ree. That's uh, uh, J-E-S-S-R-E. -S -S she is a photographer here in Albuquerque. She has made some merchandise with photos. Her photos are so slam jamming. Can you see this shit? My aunt, I showed it to my auntie and she's all, is that real? You know, a New Yorker doesn't know from a low rider. What, what do I know from a low rider? And so I showed her this and I was like, yeah, check this out, auntie, in front of the church. I mean, that is bad ass. So if you're around town or if you're on, you know, on here on Insta, you could follow her, buy her shoes. Okay. So anyway, on with the show. I always wanted to be a DJ. So there I was in the room and the first time, first things they introduced me and um, Buck D, my homie, my love, Buck Dangerous, AKA Robert Gibson. Um, he reminds me, that reminds me of the, uh, I knew these dudes in the Bronx. Well, it was this one dude in the Bronx that my ex-boyfriend used to get cocaine from and his name was Juice and his dog's name was Robert. So every time I hear someone's name, you know, cause there's not a lot of Robert. I don't know a lot of Roberts. You know a lot of Roberts? Anyways, Buck D. He, so he introduces me on the radio. He introduces me and he's like, hey, y'all, you're so into such a treat. We got Jess Wood in the house. Jess, tell everybody a little about yourself. And so I just gave my like bio, you know what I mean? Like your one, what's your one sentence that you could tell? Hey, Ms. B, what is your one sentence that you could tell everybody? And they would be like, oh, okay, I get it. 
So I say, hi, what's up, everybody? I'm Jess Wood. I was born to hippies and raised by gangs. And they were like, what? It was like an explosion in everyone's head. And, and I go, yeah. And Buck goes, hold on, hold on. That sounds like a movie. And I was like, manifestation is what it's called, baby. And so, you know, you got to put it out there. What else am I going to say? Oh, hi. Hi, I'm Jess. Yes, I do comedy. Thanks for having me on. You guys would all be like, who the fuck is that lady? So, yes. It was fun from the start, from the get. And then they asked me um, a couple of the questions that they had asked earlier in the week. You know, they had uh, a few people um, also on, and then they talked about stuff during the week. And so then they asked me, and one of the questions was, who is your RILF, which is rapper I'd like to fuck? And I said, and that, they asked me like on the spot. You didn't have a lot of time to think about it. It wasn't like I got to go home and prepare, you know what I mean? And they sent me the questions. So I go, uh, right now at this very moment? And they were like, yeah, who is it? And I said, Travis Scott. And they were like, what, why? <laughs> oh my God. I said, cause he's, he's in mourning. He's having a hard time right now. And you know, he needs comfort. I could comfort him right here or right here. Ugh! Aren't you hungry, Travis? Aren't you starving? And I said, and I could satisfy him better than a Kardashian could. And they were like, what? And so, and then they said, anyone else, anyone else you would uh, have? I said, yeah, uh, DJ Khaled. <laughs> it's a DJ Khaled. Why him? I said, another one, because anytime we would be ha- going to have sex, he'd be like another one. And then I'd be like, yeah. And so, yeah. So that was one of the, <laughs> I have to take a sip. I'm getting excited. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, excuse me. <laughs> Okay, so uh, DJ Khaled, another one, and um, and then they asked, okay, so what would what's the worst Thanksgiving side? We were, they were saying we were all talking about not Method Man. Well, Method Man would be a serious answer, Miss B. Method Man would be a serious answer because oh, Jess Reed just joined. Look, I just shouted you out, Mamacita, because that's my that's my lady friend, my sister girl, and I'm wearing her shirt. Um manifestation you talk about it and it happens so uh then they asked me what's your worst i was just talking about this beautiful sweatshirt momo um then they asked me on the radio what's your what was the worst thanksgiving side you ever had at your house and i without missing a beat i was like no there was no thanksgiving at my house do you know who i was raised by this woman was like Angela Davis. Like she, she was like, we, I don't do the pledge of allegiance at school. I get in trouble every single day. I've told you guys that before. Also no Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. That's like a, ah, like celebration of horror of, 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 you know, Oh Jesus Lord. So I told them, I go, no, there's no Thanksgiving at my house. Are you, I remember going, going to a Thanksgiving like one time when I was real little and my mom had that crazy ass boyfriend that my aunties nicknamed the ax murderer because he held guns to my mom's face and shit. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> and, uh, he took us to his house one time, like his family or whatever. And I didn't think this man came from a family. He's a monster. You know what I mean? I was like, oh. but we went and then I realized, Ooh, this is why. Cause it was, you know, it was quiet, <laughs> too quiet. <laughs> you ever been to a house for a holiday and it's just too fucking quiet. Like I dated a white dude from the South one time. I know. Shut up. I was rebelling from my mother and we would go to his like holiday, whatever's and I'd be just like, why is it so quiet? <laughs> that was kind of my biggest, like, 
ah, it made me so nervous. Like it was really, ugh. whoo, my mom was right. White people are oh, scary. <laughs> So anyway, she asked, what's for Thanksgiving? I said, no Thanksgiving. And so I told them all that, you know, I said, there's no Thanksgiving at my house. I was raised by like, you know, a black panther. And uh, my mom <laughs> my mom was like, oh God, Jesse, Thanksgiving is a celebration of the patriarchy and the white supremacy that runs this country. And I was like, I'm four, you know, like I'm, I, I'm just hungry. <laughs> all my friends go, come to school with like a bag of lunch that actually makes sense with there's Ziploc bags and there's not just watermelon that leaks through the paper bag that's from the grocery store. That's not even, you didn't buy it at a place where you could put a kid's lunch in. It's from a grocery store. That, anyway, so it's a bit of a touchy subject, I suppose. <laughs> so I said, no, I didn't get Thanksgiving at my house. Long story longer, there was no Thanksgiving. Thank you very much. All right. And so, uh, <clears throat> but I was on the radio. So I said, no, there was no Thanksgiving. It, uh, my, at my house, we were vegans and, if, and I got carob as a treat. And I said, and if you get carob ever as a treat, you're having child abuse right there. You should call the social services because God damn it, carob is not a fucking treat. And Buck goes, oh, is that how you say that word? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm here to teach. I'm here to teach about carob and vegan, hippie, violent people. And so, uh, <laughs> so, oh my goodness. Hey, May. Uh, so anyway, I continued on the radio. The radio, it was just so much fun. And I'm going to be uh, co-hosting on Monday coming. And I want you guys to try to tune in. I'll promote it. I thought, I thought it was going to be yesterday. And something got fucked up. And I got to tell you, I get... I am, okay, here's where, you know, I, I did promote this show today, right? And if you saw my story about it, you would have seen that I hashtagged anger issues. Because, I mean, I suppose, now, a lot of us have had some fucked up childhoods. And, you know, I like to talk about it on here, uh, my own, so everyone, uh, not everyone, but uh, yeah, some of y'all can relate. Uh, my anger issues are so intense still. Like, of course, I'm, you know, hi, it's Jess, and I'm here, and get wood, and you're the best, and we're the best on the show for, you know, half an hour, 40 minutes, <laughs> and then I just am off camera, just like, what in the fuck, you know, so just so you know, because some people look at me, and they go, oh my god, you seem like you really got it, everything's going, you know, you got that thing, and I, I'll tell you what I do have going for me, gratitude, good health, uh, good friends, a creative outlet, I recommend it to everyone. Some water next to me right now. <laughs> and I had food earlier and I did exercise earlier because guess what? Again, the anger issues are so gnarly. Like something went wrong for me this week since I've seen you guys. Something went wrong and I felt wronged. I felt like someone did me wrong. And I actually said while I was talking to my Aunt Vicky, she, she's so nice. I, I said to her, <laughs> shut up, Jared. I said to her, uh, <laughs> I love you so much. Um, <laughs> stop, I fucking hate you. Everybody follow Jared Ostrip. Ostr shut up. I don't know how to say his last name, but follow that kid because he's fucking funny. And there was a video that I posted yesterday that is hilarious that he's in. Anyway, um, I felt like I was wronged. I was talking to my aunt on the phone about it. I was really angry. And I said to her, 
I just want to fucking get a baseball bat and fucking, uh, you know, and she goes, Jessica, Jessica, you know, and, and with my aunt, she's such a great voice. You know, you really have to listen up. She's like, listen here, it's your aunt Vicky talking to you right now. Calm down. You need to fucking calm down is what you need to do. And I, and I was thinking to myself, yeah, I do need to calm down. I shouldn't take a baseball bat out anywhere and try to be violent with it at all. I, if The only reason I should take a baseball bat anywhere is to go play a pickup game, right? It's not about beating people. Who, who am I? Am I in Goodfellas? Am I a Goodfellas? Am I like a gangster? What? So here's the, here's the backstory of that, of the baseball bat, okay? I have a backstory. I always do. I like a hot hat. Okay, sh- I did take a baseball bat to an an office, someone's office, a real person who was working and trying to be professional. Uh, I took a friend and a baseball bat, and she had a bat. Yes, it was a woman. Uh, (laughs) I'm not going to say her name, obviously. But uh, she and I went out with baseball bats to said office uh, place and went in and did like we thought we were in like a 90s you know hip hop video. I don't know what we thought, but we went in with bats. And let me tell you something. It didn't do me right for the rest of my time in that city. It really felt like that man, I'm not going to tell you his name. He was he's still important. He was coming up. He was coming up and he was coming up fast and he was really pop I'll tell you what he is. He's a manager in in Los Angeles and he managed really, really big people. But to us, he was just a guy who dated our friend and we thought that he had screwed over our friend and we were like, "Uh uh-uh, sucker. And that was the whole thing. We didn't even go, it wasn't even for me. Wasn't, I didn't even have a baseball bat in my hand over my shoulder for me. I was backing up a friend. Look, I'm loyal. Am I bragging about being a loyal friend? No, I'm telling you how bad my anger issues have been. People have told me, I don't even remember shit when I was a little kid because I used to drink so much. And yes, you heard me correctly. <laughs> I used to drink a lot as a child. I haven't drank in a long time now. But when I was a child, I used to drink all the time. And these kids told me, oh, you went after that girl with the knife. Oh, you went and fought the, the guy in the, in the car. You yelled at that adult man in the car. Excuse me, what? 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 No. No, 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 no. Okay. So, I, so I'm... <laughs> So I had the thought of the bat, but I didn't go to the bat because that's who I am now. I'm grown. I, I meditate. I fucking journal every day. Morning pages every day. Like I, you would think that I, I'm exercising. I am eating well. I had a goddamn smoothie with spinach in it. How could I not be calmer? What is happening? Because you can't deny where you come from. You cannot deny all these like rahs coming out of you, especially, and I had a therapist tell me this one time, so it was a little she was a legit bitch if not if when your life starts to get calmer when your life starts to look a little bit nicer different interesting guess what happens all that old shit's like oh it's safe to come out (laughs) so you could be feeling like i'm fucking doing it i got it on like for me right you remember last week oh i got it on i had had sex i was on the radio i was all kinds of things this week i wanted to take a bat you know what i mean so life is wild like that right but i didn't i didn't take a bat and i took the upper hand is that what you call it the cheeks I don't know, Jesus. Jesus, I don't know. Please help me through this. Goddesses of all types and 
sizes. Hey, listen, did you all know that it is that season where they start to play all those cartoons that we grew up on? I don't know if y'all grew up on it, but uh, some of us, I know who you, I see you in there. Uh, we grew up on that big head, little body, Rudolph, uh, Frosty, you know, the heat miser and the cold, you know, have a heat miser. I don't know the name. You know the song. So I turned on last night. I was home and I turned on Rudolph and I was like, oh shit, Rudolph. And, and I got all excited and like, I don't know, maybe you just forget when you watch it or I don't think I saw it last year. Uh, maybe it's been some years. Anywho, man. Rudolph. Okay. I'm watching, I'm like, this Rudolph certainly does not, this Rudolph does not hold up. Actually, he may be canceled, this fucking Rudolph. Santa, the fucking patriarchy is fucking thick up at the North Pole. You better calm down up there, sir. Like, they're like, oh, that's woman's work. Like, fuck you, Daunter. What was his name? D Don Donner? Yeah, Donner and Blitzen, the fucking Nazis. You know what I'm talking about? Like, I was watching it from a very, like, wait a second now. I'm a Jewish woman. I'm watching this uh, Rudolph. Rudolph? The Red Nose Reindeer? Yeah. Come. But at first, they're like, you are different. We will shun you. You must go. Like, wait, hold on. Then they're at the Island of Misfit Toys, where I'm like, oh, that's what I always call the comedians that I love. Hi, babies. I love you. <laughs> oh, my baby little Misfit Toys. I don't fit into any comedy club or any comedy clique. I'm a Misfit comic. That's right. So anyway, then, then, okay, on Rudolph, as though it wasn't bad enough that there was this full-on fucking, that's woman's work. <laughs> I swear there were lines like that. Be careful. Don't bring the women. This is man's work. Shut the fuck up, Blitzen. So then uh, somebody, Yukon Jack, you know, the white man with the red beard, the ginger that like saves everybody from abdominal snowman. And then the little weird elf that came from Misfit Toys who took out all the teeth of this abominable and all, I'm good now. I'm sorry. And so then they go, you know, and they go back, but Yukon Jack, it looked like he had died when, when he had killed the fucking snowman and they went off the, they, okay. Yukon Jack. Yeah. And then over the, over the cliff, Okay, and I know it's a cartoon and it's a Rudolph or whatever, but let me tell you something. There was a moment, you know how like Disney does it? There was a moment when Yukon and the snowman fell off the thing and they all were like, Yukon! And they looked down and he was gone and they were like, Yukon's gone. And then the narration said, Yukon had died. So they all felt very sad. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? Who's watching? The poor babies that are watching this like, how come Yukon died? And then they're just sad for a moment. And they're like, but they had to take the woman back to the, you know, like, fuck you, you fucking bitch. Yeah, exactly. We had to take the women back to the shelter. Sh shut up. And, um, you know, and then we had to beat them for not having dinner on the table for us reindeer later. And then they celebrate Rudolph. Like, it's a bunch of shit. Do you know what I'm saying? So... Oh God. So I was watching it and I was writing shit down. Cause I was like, we are, we're done. We're done. No wonder everything's so horrifying. You know what I mean? Trace it all the way back to that shit. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. The, the, yes, the reindeer. So speaking of things on TV, you know, I love to talk to you guys about things on TV, right? So, uh, oh, but by the way, by the way, I just want to thank everyone who hit me up about sex. 
uh, from last week's show. I guess I should have talked about sex earlier because now people are hitting me up. Before, I guess people were scared. They're like, she's not going to give consent or she doesn't like a young man. But now they've heard my story. I've told my story to the world <laughs> and the world is reacting. Hey, hey, world. Hey, young world, world. Hey, young world. <laughs> Who knows that goddamn song? I This kid in my uh, comedy, you know, clique, because, yeah, we're in a fucking clique. It's uh, my the comedy, the crew, the crew. His name is AJ. And I was like, hey, AJ, do you know, do all your older relatives? This is, <laughs> he's a black comic, a young black comic. And I was like, hey, AJ, do all your, your older relatives, this is how I preface it, I'm such a dick. Do all your relatives sing to you the Curtis Blow song, AJ? And he's like, no. And I was like, well, motherfucker, I'm going to be that older relative. So I was like, I pulled it up on the, on the YouTube, the YouTube. I told you I'm an auntie. And so I was like, look at this, AJ, won't see you. So anyway, uh, the show that I was enraptured with this week, well, there were two, there were two, and they were completely different. You couldn't get any more different. And I won't go too crazy because I know I'm already uh, in the whatever. It doesn't matter what it's my time. If it's my time and it's your, if I'm there and you're there, doesn't it make it our time, Mr. Hand? So I'm so glad you all follow me when I go to places. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) Okay. The curse of Von Dutch. If you haven't have, it is so fucking crazy. And you know what makes it crazier for me? I'll tell you what, I knew a couple of the people in the documentary, and I'll tell you who one of the people was, my bully. Yeah, I had a bully. What do you think? I was cool this whole, come on, girls this cool get bullied too. You know what I'm saying? I really, I got fucked with as a kid. Um, This girl, really, she, wow, she was out to, she was, maybe there's, you know, a lot of anger from this bitch. Um, She made up some rumors about me and had people, and it was like the, you know, hit you in the, and the, you know, every time you walk by, like, bitchy fucking bitch, and like, the girls were just like, fucking, you know, that fucking bitch, and they thought that I had fucked somebody's, first of all, who is fucking me? I had like Liberty spikes on my hair. I was like 14. I looked horrifying. Do you know what I mean? I had like a Herman Munster t-shirt that I wore all the time. Don't, obviously I'm having a hard time. Could you fucking calm yourselves, ladies? So she, uh, so where did the bat go? I didn't take the bat, Lace. <laughs> Put the bat down. Put the candle back. Put the candle Fuck. Okay, I can't stop quoting movies. So anyway, Curse of Von Dutch, you must. My bully is in it. She showed up. I was like, yeah, and it was freaky. And it takes you right back there to that part of time when you, ah, you just thought that was going to be forever, right? And now you're here and you go, ah, whatever. It's not, ah, there's going to be other haters that I want to take a bat to, but I'm not going to because I am practicing what I preach and I preach peace, man. I peace, I I peace, love. I peace, love you. Hey man, I go in peace, peace and love, peace and love. Like Ringo Starr, right? Doesn't he peace and love? Anyway, Curse of Von Dutch, 
It's insane. Uh, my ex-boyfriend shows up in an ad for Bronze Age. I don't know if you guys know Bronze Age. It was the killer, killer skate and surfwear. It was, kind of, they were kind of like the first, not kind of like, this uh, This shows us, they were the first ones to lower the shorts. Do you know what I mean when I say that? There were short shorts at a time, for a long time. It just was like, First, it was like a nut grabber banana hammock. Then it was like a little, you know, a little like speed up a little bit, a little, then a little, a little, little, little. But then the Bronze Age came out and was like, we like prison style. <laughs> so they made prison style clothing and they sold it in skate and surf wear, you know, places. And Bronze Age was the company that my ex-boyfriend was, uh, yes, OP cords. Okay, exactly. That's like the perfect example of the horrifying shorts that we had our poor boys in. No wonder they need to just have their cocks out all the time. Did you, did you, we grew up in a time, you know, I'll tell you about the, <laughs> I digress, but there were a lot of penises out when we grew up. Uh, I could, I used to tell people I can spot someone jerking off in their car from three blocks away. If I'm walking and I'll look at my friend, if I'm with a girl and I'll look at her and I'll say, Hey, you see that, that blue GTO up there, he's going to ask us for directions, but he's going to have his dick in his hand. So don't look in the window. Don't fall for it. And inevitably walking by, he, excuse me, ladies. And then you look, huh? And then she'd be, ah, and I said, I told you not to look, you know? So that was just growing up. Old school Jimmy Z's. Yes. Oh my God. Jimmy Z's. Jimmy Z lived in Topanga Canyon. He was like one of the homies. <laughs> but the curse of Von Dutch, let me just end you end it with this. Drugs. Oh yeah. Gangsters. Murder. Fucking insanity. But you know, also beautiful. Venice Beach. Uh hilarious. Paris Hilton. Do you remember the simple life? All they wore were Von Dutch, was Von Dutch. So you have to, it's just hysterical in all the different realms of it. I recommend. Uh, the other thing I recommend, why am I snapping at you? That was weird. A snap and I point. For those of you just listening to audio, I'm really goofy today, um, snapping and pointing. I'm just excited to be here. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you for being here with me. And uh, thank you for uh, just being you. Okay. Okay, so the, the second thing that I saw, and I cried, and I was so moved through the whole thing. It was a very quiet movie, and I, I uh, just heard, my auntie said she read the book. Um, it's called Passing, and it is, wow, the acting is unbelievable. The story is fucking insane. I mean, it's it's not like unbelievable because it's America and America is horrifying. And you know, I didn't even want to mention what had happened this week because there's so, I, I can't help but mention the fact that white supremacy just runs this country and everyone just kind of just goes along with it. Like, every, I mean, not everyone, I'm not talking to you guys, but like, what the fuck, you know? And we, and I think it's because, I mean, I think, I know it's because it's corporations, right? And it's, and it's really this kind of fucked up, um, owner and then the people, like, I feel like we're owned by, all of us are owned by like Amazon and Walmart and all these things. But, but, but in terms of how you look, what's the justice system for you? fucking nothing. It, me, if I could care, I could carry an AK 47 right now down the street and be, and shoot it into the air and be like, I fucking hate cops. And they'd be like, miss, could you calm down, please? 
I mean, there's something fucking wrong with that because, you know, if I was a black girl or a Mexican girl or native girl and I did the same, they would fucking tackle me, if not shoot me. So that's what I'm talking about when I, I don't, I know I'm preaching to the choir. I know you guys know what, and I'm not trying to say like, oh, I'm so woke because I don't believe in that shit. I believe in being honest about what's been going on for fucking hundreds of years and the shit that's happening and speaking up about it and speaking out about it and saying like fucking stop it and if you see something bullshit happening fucking speak up and I have gotten usually uh, I've gotten in the middle of some stuff and it's been I mean I don't give a fuck I've told you guys before I'll take a bullet for this revolution I will I'm not going on their side. There's no fucking way. You know, that's what's interesting about people and um, all of us in America and race and and around the world and stuff. I was thinking about this earlier uh, before I came on here. And I was thinking, you know, a lot of us don't don't relate to where we come from, you know, in general. Like we don't relate to it. We don't feel like that's not comfortable for me. Like I don't like I don't want to sit at a quiet fucking table with food around. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to talk shit about somebody because they look different than me. You know, like all these things that people seem to be like, okay with like, uh, uh-uh, I don't give a fuck. Speak up. Anyway, the girl who brought, I just have to say this too. The girl who brought the bat with me, uh, to the business when we were, when we were younger, she, uh, is a mixed woman. And when I was doing the ratchet hatchet with Josh Homer, who's a, a mixed man, uh, black and white mix, black and white mix, both of them, that they both told me at separate times because I knew her when I was very young and I knew him just, you know, I still know him a few years ago we met, uh, 10 years ago now. But anyway, they both told me, you know, uh, we are the angriest people. And I said, what do you mean? And they said, because we don't really have a place here. It's a, and I, and I hope that that's changing now for, you know, as I, whatever I, and I think, I mean, the way I was raised, I was like, how could you not feel like you had a place? You're like a queen, you're a king, you know, and I'm telling them all these things. They're like, Jessica, you were raised by a fucking very strange. (laughs) Yes. She knew what she was talking about, but it's very different. That's not how most people are raised and think of other people in this country. So I'm like, oh, okay. All right. Well, anyway, there's my spiel. Uh, so yeah, America, KKK. Um, did uh, my friend, my my friend, my yes, she is my friend. I adore her. My threader, the woman who helps me with my situation, she uh, she she talked to me the other day. I had a long talk with her about her uh, her life, her husband. And she said to me something that I thought was really interesting. She said, cause she's a very religious woman, but she's not Hindu. She's a Christian woman. And she said, uh, and she's East Indian and she's from, you know, she's like, no, I don't. Uh, I said, why don't you divorce your husband? And she said, no, God does not like divorce. And I said, well, I, th- I would think God would like you to be happy. Don't you think God would like you to be happy? I think that's what this, whatever you think God is. And she goes, no, he does, he does not. And I was like, oh, he, I said, well, then there you go. I said, I'm not going to, you know, I can't really get down with that. (laughs) And she goes, I don't understand. You're not married. And I go, yeah, I'm not married. And I'm really happy. Do you see, do you see this happiness? And uh, she goes, I know, but he is, you know, he tells me if I leave, it's okay because he can find plenty of wife, plenty of make plenty of children. 
And I was like, fuck him. You need to leave him right now. <laughs> I got so mad. I was like, how dare he? But it's true, right? It's true. In this patriarchal bullshit society, again, I'm pointing out some bullshit here. Men feel like, you know what, I can just go knock up a a broad who's in her 20s, you know, when I'm in my fucking 50s. Yeah, but you're going to have tardo sperm. I said it. I said tardo sperm. You heard me right. I don't care. They proved it. Old sperm, it's not good. It's it's overdue. You understand? So when the ladies, (laughs) so ladies, just know you are still fucking popping. Like I was telling this lady, I'm like, you are hot lady. You could go out there and get whatever man you want. You could fucking get whatever you want. And she's like, I don't know. I don't know. I was like, yes, I know. I said, listen to me, girl. I wouldn't lie to you. Ah, man. It's all I want is to make people know that they're worth more than they think they are. Cause that's what I want. That's what we all should practice, right? Is you're worth something, man. I told you last week you're enough motherfuckers. I know. Well, you know what, ladies? Here's the thing. I look back at my little notebook and I look back on my little notes and I said, Hey, what did I do? Who's spoiled boo? Uh, what did I do last year this week? Did I, what stories did I tell? And I will leave you with this. I will. Yes. The spoiled sperm. Thank you, boo boo. Um, I will leave you with this. (sighs) There are places where gentlemen can go and get a release. And you know what I'm talking about. A little rub and tug, right? Now, I have been thinking about this a lot. And honestly, this is the last year's notebook, so I've been thinking about it (laughs) for quite some time, apparently. How come there's nowhere for us to go like massage parlor? Look, in Albuquerque especially, there are massage parlors on almost every block. And I hey, I don't judge. But how about a little flicking stick? You know what I mean? Y'all get the rug, the rub and tug. I would, I would enjoy a flicking stick. Maybe not even a stick. Maybe just a straight flick. Do you know what I'm talking about? So here's the thing. I don't need to get all hung up on somebody. And even if I were, what if there was a man that worked at the flicking stick that I really liked? And ooh, he flicked me so good. And maybe one time he sticked me. And I was like, hey. So I was thinking, hmm, maybe if I opened a flicking stick and I had some men working for me that were trustworthy, lovely men, and what man wouldn't want to get paid to flick or stick? You know what I'm saying? And what woman wouldn't want to just go and get some pleasure and not have to deal with some bullshit? We don't want to deal with the bullshit either. You always hear men talking about, oh, this girl, she too much and drama that and boop, boop, boop. You know what? Y'all are not so fucking pleasant yourselves. Do you know what I'm saying? We're all human beings. Let's all give us a break. Okay. Let's give each other a break and let's be gentle. So the flick and stick, I believe would be, yes, it'd be all male masseuse. Of course it'd be, it'd be hot. I would listen. Yes, yes, no, no, yes, yes, no. You know what I'm talking about? And there's plenty to choose from here. There are so many handsome men in Albuquerque. I just feel like if anybody wants to invest with me, the flick and stick, be a fucking cash business, baby. You know how many women I know who just want to get a little, and how about maybe, maybe I also have uh, men, or it's part of the package if you want, you can only, how about a man reads to you? How about that? How about he goes in the room, he sits down with your book of choice. I don't know. Maybe you like The Secret of Bees. I don't fucking care. I don't judge you. I have a little library. 
eat, pray, love, bitch, you get it. Sit down on the side of the thing. He reads to you. All romantical and shit. You could play with his hair. I don't give a fuck. You could do this. This is what you could do. This is what we could do. And we don't need you to fucking sit around and be like, oh, uh, okay, I got one man already ready to work in this chat. Ow! What's up, Alex? <laughs> now, of course, I'd have to test everybody out. <laughs> and I'd have to get everybody tested. So I'll leave you with that. The Flick and Stick is back, baby. And we're going to open for business. The Flick and Stick is open for business soon after the holiday. We're going to figure out our holiday. If only we had it open for the holidays, we could just come with like the candy cane special. Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. You know what I mean? Just like, oh, it's uh, just, it cheers me to uh, think about it. Yeah. So, hey, uh, I got to go. I'm going over my time here, but I know that you all would listen to me all day. Isn't that correct? <laughs> yes, we would. <laughs> I just would. Uh, someone accused me one time of doing, someone told me, uh, what do you think you are, just what, a guru? I was like, no, uh, just a lady that wants to make other people happy. So hopefully we did it today. We did it, gang. We did it. <laughs> and remember, I can't do this really without you. I mean, I could do it without you, but it really wouldn't be as fun. All these cute little, uh, uh, <laughs> all these cute little comments. Oh, my Tokaya, my Tokaya, my Alex, my Vincent, like everybody. Hey, 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 hey. And re really, 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 I would love, love, love. The biggest thing that you could do is share the show. It's free. People will really enjoy it. I believe people enjoy it. Just so you like to listen to stories. You like to listen to a lady talk shit. Yeah. So I'm going to promote for next uh, Monday because I'll be on the show 101.3 The Hustle, Albuquerque Zone, hip hop. <laughs> I also pitched them a show. So manifest that shit for me, babies. Put all that good juju into the air. I know I got all kinds of witches in that fucking chat room. Okay. I love you so much. I appreciate you. Please enjoy your week. Be safe if you're driving or traveling or doing anything. Um, remember to, to be thankful for one another and fuck, fuck a holiday. Be thankful for every day for your shit. You know what I mean? Thankful for your health. Thankful for your, uh, uh, the love you get from others. Thankful for the fucking creativity that you get to put into the world. You know, even if you just like socks and you wear funny socks every day, fucking yeah, bitch, go. Thank you. I enjoy you and I love you and I appreciate you. Okay. And hey, anybody that's um, local, hey, Joe, I'm about to end right now, boo-boo. Um, anybody who's local and wants to go dancing tomorrow night, reggae soul party, 505, what? It's going to be reggae, hip-hop, oh, my God, classics. Yes, I'm, I'm finishing up right now. So I'll see you over there if you guys are going, okay? I love you. I appreciate you. I will see you next Tuesday. Remember, flick and stick. Be gentle to yourselves. Be gentle to each other. And this is Jess Re right here. Look at this. Oh, once again, I'll pop that shit up. Uh, yeah, support your local vendors. A couple shows ago, I did a bunch of shit uh, for them. But anyways, I love you guys. I got to go. I will see you next Tuesday. What? Hey.